Welcome back to a special episode of At The Hill on the Rocket Productions Network. I'm your host, Alexa Marshall. School board candidate Jennifer Jackson will join me short will join me shortly. If you have missed any episodes of At the Hill, go find the Rocket Production Network on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or any place that you listen to podcasts. All of our episodes are also on the Rocket Productions YouTube channel. If you are not a subscriber, go ahead and hit that subscribe button right now. Be sure to check out Rocket Productions on Instagram and Facebook. Let's get into it. I am pleased to be joined by school board candidate Jennifer Jackson. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. Thank you so much for the opportunity yeah, to be here today. Yeah, of course. Um, so getting into it, so what is some of your Rose Hill and just family background in general? Sure. Um, so I moved to Rose Hill in 1978, a long time before you were born. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I went to Rose Hill. I was a 13-year senior. Okay. Um, and then I left the community after I graduated from Kansas State University. Um, I went on to medical school. Oh, cool. um, I married Aaron Jackson, who was also a Rose Hill graduate. We mm-hmm. were high school sweethearts. Aww. <laughs> yeah, we started dating right after I had turned 16. Oh, so wow. we've been together a very long time, 38 years. Yeah. Um, and so we uh, had to you know, move around for medical training and residency and all that. And we were able to move back to the community 10 years ago. Aww. Um, which we were so excited for the opportunity. Um, Aaron had, we had been in Pratt, which is in South Central Kansas, um, small town, loved it, but Aaron had decided to go into administration. He had been a math teacher um, and a coach. We did all that stuff, it was Mm -hmm. so fun. Um, And there there just weren't gonna be any opportunities. And so we moved to the Coolidge area. He was actually the athletic director when May South opened. Oh wow. So that was neat to be part of that experience. Um, but he really wanted to be an assistant principal. And then the Rose Hill job opened. We were like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we were able to move back. And the amazing thing about that is then all of our kids have graduated or will graduate mm-hmm. from Rose Hill. So we have three. Kyler, he's 27. He is an attorney, lives in Utah, and just got married this summer. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, Lauren, she's our middle child, um, so she graduated from Rose Hill. She also is married and lives in Utah and is actually starting physician assistant school in January. Um, And then Brett, he's a Rose Hill senior this year and will graduate. That's super exciting, yeah. Um, So what are some of your reasons for running for school board? Yeah. So um, I am the only incumbent that's running again. So there's four positions open. Um, If you're 18 and get to vote next Tuesday, um, you'll get to potentially vote for four candidates and there's there's eight of us running. Um, And so when I ran for the school board four years ago, the climate was very different. Hmm no one was running for the school board, right? Yeah. And so really it was, um, at that time, it was it was more of an act of service. Like um, you were approached and said, you know, we need um, good leaders to run for the school board. And so to me, it was a way that I could give back to the community. And you know, Aaron gets to be involved in the community all the time. He's, he's at the school every day. Um, and I feel a little left out sometimes, right? <laughs> so becoming part of the school board was just a way to give back. Yeah, I had such strong relationships with my teachers mm-hmm. growing up here. A lot of them I still talk to. They're, yeah. they're my friends. You know, they were so influential in my life. And I was just like, this is an amazing opportunity to serve. And so that's why I originally ran. Mm-hmm. I did not plan to rerun. I had um, served my four years and was planning on not rerunning. But things have changed just in the past couple of years. Um, we've seen a political shift. Um, and what's, what I feel like is happening is there's people that are trying to get on the school board to serve personal agendas that have mm-hmm. nothing to do with the health and vitality of the district. Um, and I'm, I'm concerned about that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, 
if you attended any of the school board meetings the last six months, what you would have seen is a parade of people that weren't even from our district um, coming and telling the school board members that they were terrible people um, and, and stating that we had some sort of an agenda to um, push our personal beliefs on students, and that's just not the case. Um, you know, all of the members of the school board are, are here for the students, for the district. Um, and so I, that's why I re-ran, as I, I became concerned that these um, types of political influences would infiltrate the board, and that would not be healthy for the district. Yeah. So what would your focal point be if you did get elected? Um, so I think the most important concerns to the community and parents um, are safety. Um, I, we hear that all the time, and I think that it is so legitimate. The thing about safety is we're always looking, you always have to reevaluate about threats to the district. And they come in many forms. I mean, I think when everyone hears safety, they think about, for example, gun violence, right? Mm -hmm. We're always concerned if we send our kids to school, will they come home alive? And unfortunately, that's a legitimate concern in today's society. Um, the way that the district has countered that is several, um, but it is an ongoing issue. And so we always have to be asking ourselves, are are we doing enough? Are we doing the right things? Um, obviously, the most important or the most um, influential um, way to improve safety is to have excellent relationships with your students. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we have that at Rose Hill. Just this yep. year, I know two major safety events have been thwarted because students came forward, felt comfortable coming forward to staff and administration. Yep. And so I just, I think that's an excellent example. This, the teachers have a pulse on the students here in Rose Hill. So mm -hmm. I think that's the most important asset we have. We're also implementing a, a lot of new things. The Raptor system is going into effect. I'm very interested to see how that's going to um, improve safety. Um, it's a system that we've looked at for a little while um, and it's going in, in stages. Um, but I think that'll be nice, um, a nice way to communicate. I am very much for the police force that we have here in Rose Hill. You know, we have our own police force. Um, we're looking to grow that police force. Um, I think ha having the, um, the police in the district and getting to know the students is a very awesome tool. It's not like they're standing guard at the door. That's not what's happening, mm -hmm. right? They're getting to know the students. They're getting to know what's going on in the lives of the students, and they can be so impactful. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see where we where we go with that. Yeah, that's good. Um, so why should people vote for you? Um, I think what I bring to the board is, first of all, of course, the knowledge of Rose Hill. I have institutional knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. I've been here around a long time. Um, also, my mom taught for the district forever and ever, mm -hmm. and so um, she impacted a lot of students. Um, I, I have, I am the only incumbent, so I do have leader or experience as a as a sitting uh, board member. This year, I'm actually vice president. And, and so I bring that as well. Um, I also have extensive leadership skills um, and training that I bring. Um, at, I'm a physician, and so I have um, a lot of local, state, and national leadership um, that, that I then can bring that, that skill set to the board. Yeah, good. Now we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be back. If you need your car fixed, go to Midtown Auto. It's located in downtown Rose Hill and is a family-friendly place. If you're wanting to contact them, you can reach them at 316-776-2721. Welcome back to At The Hill. I'm here with school board candidate Jennifer Jackson. So what are your thoughts on Butler County Community College providing classes at the Rose Hill campus? Um, I just wanted to take, uh, take a moment to thank the sponsors. Um, we, the the um, 
magazine that came out recently was so exciting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, it was great. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Uh-huh. So I, I just am so thankful to the sponsors that, that realize, um, that recognize the importance of, of supporting the district and the school of the students and yeah. what they do. Um, I think the opportunities that Butler has brought to our district are amazing. Um, so first of all, there's the uh, academies. Mm-hmm. Um, my, our, our, da- our daughter, Lauren, um, took advantage of that, and she actually earned her associates while in high school. Oh, wow. And what, what we saw, you know, we were a little nervous. We didn't know much about it. We're like, oh, you know, you're forcing college on a high school student, and we were concerned about the opportunities it took away from her, potentially. Um, but that, that's, that wasn't how it worked out. And then what, what, what happened is she was able to graduate from Kansas State in two years. And so she had a college fund, and that saved us a lot of money. Yeah. And so now she has that college fund left over that she can apply to professional school and help keep her either have no debt or, or minimize her mm-hmm. debt. So I think um, you know, we didn't have that vision back then. It was just something she really wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but we saw firsthand what an amazing opportunity that was. And now more recently, the vocational te- tech training, I think, um, I hope more students take advantage of that. I mean, it's a new program. It's just getting off the ground. Um, but, I mean, that's just a whole other skill set um, and opportunity for our students. So, um, the, you know, the world is changing. It's changing really fast. It's, in, in fact, I mean, I think about, like, back when I went to high school, heck, just comparing it to when Kyler graduated versus where Brett's graduating, just in that 10-year time span, it's changed so much. So I think as many opportunities as that we can put in front of our students that they can decide if it works for them, I'm absolutely in support of that. Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts on vocational education classes being offered at Rose Hill then? Yeah, I think it's. I, I think we're reaching a different population of students with the Votech um, opportunities that, that we're potentially missing with the academy. So I, I, I love that. I love that we're putting emphasis on that. Yeah. Um, what will you do to improve elementary school pickup on School Street? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. I, as a parent, I had to sit through that. Oh, I remember being so frustrated. And especially when you're trying to drop off kids in multiple yes. buildings, it is nuts. Yeah. So um, thankfully, Mrs. Dollinghouse recently, you know, she put in some changes that when I heard what they were, because I heard about the changes, and I was like, what, what did she do? You know? Um, did she like, have construction and reroute and whatever. Uh, and it was so simple and basic, but it made such a big difference. Hmm. Um, and so we, at the last board meeting, we actually watched drone video footage, oh, wow. which was really cool. Huh. I don't think I'd ever really seen that before, uh, of the pickup process. And they've gotten it down to like something like seven minutes. Oh my goodness. And yeah. So now, so part of the issue is that parents, because it was such a zoo before, Parents would come up to an hour before school was out to get their place in line. Yeah. Um, and so that's still going on. I think the parents are still you know, doing that. And so it's like kind of clogged up for that whole period of time. But hopefully mm-hmm. now that the process, they know that it's a really fast process. Um, hopefully that will start. To yeah, see, hopefully. I think the issue is, is they park their cars and then everything's like a big Drano clog, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that will the, the culture will change now that the, the issue of the pickup is so quick. Yeah. Um, and once parents are reassured, I think that, that, that will that, that'll that'll take, kind of, take care of itself. Yeah. I, I do think that the, the traffic flow in general, though, is still a problem. I mean, I, I know when I have to, you know, 
go to work and you know I have the option of driving through Rose Hill or not, if it's a certain time of day, I mean you better avoid Rose yeah. Hill. Because, and it's difficult to get off of a Rose Hill Road into like turning into the high school and stuff. I'm actually surprised we haven't had more traffic accidents um, because it is difficult to make those turns. Um, so at some point we may have to you know look at more traffic lights and things like that. But I, hopefully the the changes that Mrs. Dollinghouse have taken place are, are going to effective over yeah. time. Yeah, that's hopeful for sure. Um, how will you ensure all children, regardless of race, gender, age, and education level, are treated equally and will receive the services that they need to succeed? Great question. I, you know, I really think that that comes down to relationship. Um, so they did a, an experiment in the school a couple years ago that I think really impressed all the board members. What they did is they had um, teachers go up and like claimed students that they felt like they had relationships with. And they did the same thing with students. They went up and claimed teachers they felt like they had relationships with. And basically what they found out is like 99.7% or something like that of the students were covered. Um, which, which speaks a lot to yeah. students and teachers, teachers and having relationships with the students, knowing where they're at. And they're gonna be, they're gonna know if there's an issue, right? Um, so because of, you know, we've moved, we've been in, we've had kids in three different districts. Um, Pratt, May South, and actually Brett was in Colwich at that time, our older children were based out, and then Rose Hill. And what our experience has been is that the Rose Hill teachers were so dialed in to the needs of our children, and all of them are very different. Um, and they would, uh, they would contact us, and they would call us or text us or email us, and hey, is Kyler doing okay? He seemed off today. Or, hey, what's going on with Lauren? She, and, and where do you, I mean, you can get that yeah. anywhere else. And I can't imagine that that's a common thing in other districts. Mm -hmm. um, so I just think that that tells you the quality of the teachers that we have. Yeah. I, you know, I believe that our teachers and our staff are the best asset that Rosal has to offer. Um, and, and so we need to do everything we can to protect that. Um, and get and, and make sure that they have all the tools they need to do their job and then just get out of their way because they're doing mm -hmm. they're, because they're amazing. So I think that's how you protect the children. Um, they are aware if a, a child is being picked on or bullied or they're aware if there's an issue with the kid that they're de dealing with at home that's affecting them at school um, and, and that's the way that we can help them. Yeah, for sure. Now let's hear a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to At The Hill. I'm here with school board candidate Jennifer Jackson. So how will you protect our children, educators, and volunteers from potential violence in the school? And do we have enough security in our schools and where can we improve in that? Right, so kind of as we talked about before, um, violence is on the top of the brains of most parents when they send their kids to school. Um, and it's an ongoing threat, it's an ongoing concern. Um, so, as I stated, I, I, I am absolutely for the Rosal having their own district or, or their own police force and developing those relationships. Um, one change that we're making in that, in, in addition to potentially expanding, which I think is needed, um, we're also, the, the Rose Hill Police Department is very much interested in developing relationships with the school or furthering those relationships. It's not like we haven't had relationships, but strengthening them is yep. what I would say. So we have, you know, our own officers, but absolutely we coordinate with them as well. And so I think that that's um, very important. Um, the other thing that I don't know that how much people realize um, that the cameras, <laughs> they're, they're a thing. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so, my, you know, my, my husband has every view on his phone. It's, yeah. it's really impressive. Huh. I think when um, years back when they first installed those cameras, it was like, really, is this necessary? And Rose Hill, yeah. the, he uses them every day. Really? Um, and that, I think that's, that can really help thwart potential threats. And then, of course, they also use them with such and such did this, and then you can get on and see if such and such did mm -hmm. that or where such and such was at and, and kind of track that down. Um, I know that that's been helpful in preventing problems. Um, and then the most recent threats, I, you know, they were able to um, pick those off pretty fast. Once the students approached the staff and administration, they were able to use that information to kind of help um, decide if there were issues going on. So yeah. I think all of those things are good, but again, and, and so I think I think we're doing great things, but again, it's it's constant vigilance. What else is coming down the pipe? You know, the other thing is security threats. I mean, we think about violent, violent threats, um, which are super scary, but, um, you know, everyone has their face in front of a computer screen these days, right? Yeah. And so that's another way that bad, bad people um, or bad information can get in front of students that, you know, we don't want. Yeah. And so we have an entire department of people that are worried about and thinking about every day the safety of our students as they look, as they access information out there on the on the internet and what's yeah. coming to them. So that's another thing to that we'll have to constantly be For sure. aware of. Yeah. And then finally, how will you commit to supporting our educators and administration in providing the financial resources that we need to make Rose Hill a world-class public school? So I, um, I think the most disappointing thing that happened these past four years, um, and I can't, I can't speak for all of the board members, um, but I can speak for myself, is that the bond failed. Yeah. Um, we were devastated. And on, on a lot of levels, we were devastated. You know, it was, to me, it was such a, sorry, I'm getting emotional, my goodness. Okay. Um, it was such a no-brainer bond. I mean, it was like obvious, like, yeah. what are you talking about? But COVID changed a lot of things. And one of the things that COVID changed was the trust that people have in the people who are in authority positions. Um, suddenly, um, the, the word of people that had been in place for a long time, for example, Mr. Chickenons, who had been our superintendent forever, which is unheard of yeah. to have a, super, a sitting superintendent for that long, um, very committed to the district. All of his kids were here. His, his daughters work here. Mm -hmm. um, and, and suddenly it was like, everyone was suspect as if he was having some type of personal gain from the bond issue. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, one postcard with misinformation really sank our bond. Yeah. Um, and how do you counter that? Um, you know, those postcards are expensive to send mm -hmm. and, um, you know, they're blanketed out to the district and they're, they're, they're spun in ways that you can't potentially counter without providing context to people. Um, obviously that swayed people who vote. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was startling. Yeah. Um, you know, the school, you know, they blasted out on social media. They, they had things at the back to school night. They had, um, you know, they had public forums where people could come. No one attended. I think there were like two people that attended. Oh, wow. It was really poorly attended. Yeah. And so you can either interpret that as, you know, people feel like they have the information they need or people just feel like things are just going to continue to go well in Rose Hill because we're a sleepy little town and, and, you know, we're, we're okay with everything. Obviously not. Um, because the bond failed mm -hmm. significantly. So I, we, as taxpayers, we are responsible for the upkeep of public school buildings. 
and public school facilities. Um, I absolutely believe that we have been fiscally responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, you know, I appeal to the taxpayers, like this is our responsibility. Yeah. Um, and we need to get back on the same page. Um, please come and look at our facilities. Let us show you what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, let us show you where the upgrades are needed and why they're needed. Um, talk to the teachers about about what they need, um, and and it's it. We should be providing those resources. Yeah. Um, so that is my commitment. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, really, of course. Thank you for watching and listening to At The Hill on the Rocket Productions Network. Remember to subscribe to the Rocket Productions Network on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or any place you listen to podcasts. If you are not already a subscriber to the Rocket Productions on YouTube, please subscribe. I'm Alexa Marshall. See you next time.